What it do, basketball world? It's your boy, Damian Palace. Another episode of the NBA Moneyline Podcast. This is the only NBA podcast giving you that daily dedication, a little bit of betting education to have your pockets stimulating. I just uh, just made that up. That was a freestyle. You got a free podcast, free picks, and a free freestyle. It's like like Oprah. You're watching Oprah's talk show. I'm just giving it away. Everybody gets a free freestyle. Uh, last night was a good a good night, good opening night, I would say. We got an overtime thriller uh, with the champions, the defending champions coming back against the young Scrappy Pelicans. I liked a lot what I saw with the Pels. Um, I saw I saw them move the ball really well, show a lot of selflessness. I saw uh, some good defensive rotations. I saw them be beast on the boards. Um, I liked their pace. Uh, they showed some depth. Um, I liked a lot what I saw with the Pelicans. Uh, they looked well coached, and um, it should be interesting when, when they finally get Zion back. Um, I did notice a different swagger with the Raptors. They were they started off slow, but down the stretch, they felt like they were supposed to win, and that's something I, I, I don't see from a few of those guys. Like Kyle Lowry had a different look on his face. I think that championship ring really takes a lot of pressure off these guys' shoulders, and, and some get lazy and they get satisfied some use it as a good mental advantage they feel you know they've accomplished something there's less pressure some use it as more motivation two out of three if you go into the you get a fork in a row two directions are good one you don't want to get lazy uh antoine walker effect no shots fired just shots received uh let's see then of course we had the Lakers and Clippers, very entertaining. Lakers came out crisp. They looked to a 13-2 start, uh, but then the universe balanced things out. Um, this was a lock that I had. I hit the first lock. The first lock of the season was taking the um, the champion Raptors by six, and they won maybe by eight. The second lock I had was Lakers minus three or minus three and a half, uh, but things balanced out, and Lakers looked really sloppy down the stretch. Uh, Quiet Leonard looked like... He's going to be running for the MVP. Uh, I thought, I also thought Anthony Davis looked like he'd be running for the NBA. I think the Lakers right now are still trying to figure out their lineups. Um, they played KCP 26 minutes. I don't think that's going to really happen moving forward. Um, they're trying to figure out their rotations. I think they're going to give everybody a good shot to really earn it. Um, you can only tell so much by practice, so I guess they're going to give them the game time shot. And if you produce, then you can stay on kind of thing. But anyway, let's dig into tonight's games. We have 11 matchups, so we can't waste too much time. First off, we got the Pistons minus 7.5 at Indiana. 210 on the total there. Blake injured for a few weeks. Um, Pacers historically solid organization, well-structured, usually well-coached. I think the Pacers are the pick right here. Cavs minus, oh, sorry, Cavs plus 9.5. At Orlando, 211.5 in the total. Cavs come into the season a little bit healthier than the previous seasons. Um, if you recall last year, the Orlando Magic had a great start to the season, uh, but then that fizzled out. I'd like to believe they can build on that. That taste of success is addicting, um, but nine and a half points is just way too much. So you're gonna have to adjust this line, uh, maybe use it for a parlay, or if you just want to win some, you know, small cash. You know my theory. Any money that's free is really good money. So take the Magic adjusted minus six here. Um, you could probably take the over. Uh, actually, I'd, I'd stay away from that. Don't take the over. Um, just take the Magic minus six. Maybe use that for a parlay. Uh, moving to the Bulls minus three at Charlotte. 217.5 in the total. Bulls were my team last year. I tried to ride them out. I really had high expectations of them, but injuries. Uh, I think the teammates are like fighting each other. Uh, they never really caught a good rhythm last season. Uh, Hornets lost their heart and soul in Kemba Walker. Um, but I do think they have some solid players and they could 
but ah, I'm gonna go with the Bulls minus three. I'm not making, just so you know, when I make noises like that, these are not snap decisions. I've already written down my picks, but as I'm thinking about it, as I'm saying it, I kind of find um, points that I can make against my own pick. So don't worry, I'm not like freestyling the picks, just, just the, the dope lines in my intro. Uh, then we got Celtics plus five at Philly, 215.5 in the total. I love that. I want to watch this game so bad. I'm probably going to watch the Knicks because I'm going to have to bet on them a lot, I feel. Uh, Celtics plus five, 76ers, two top-tier Eastern teams. Celtics with some new faces in Kemba and Kanta, uh, but they got some familiar ones, Tatum, Rozier, Jalen. Uh, Sixers, one of my favorite rosters right now in the league. I think they're very deep and very versatile. Big guys playing like guards, guards playing like big guys. Uh, I'd say lock the Sixers up on a money line, though. Take the money line there. Let's take a look. We got the Grizz plus eight at Miami. I just got word that, um, just got word Jimmy Butler is out tonight. But the Grizzlies are one of the worst teams in the league, I think. They do have some pieces, but I don't think they're going to turn down too many wins. Uh, some young pieces, some new pieces. I don't know that mesh very well together. Uh, but the Heat, like a dysfunctional family. Uh, in-house suspensions, shade throw amongst teammates. Not sure what to really expect from them. Um, not really typical of a Pat Riley organization, but hey, you know, things happen. Um, Heat have too much talent. Eight is a lot of points, especially without Jimmy Butler. Adjusted to six and prosper. <clears throat> T-Wolves going to Brooklyn. They're going to get T-Wolves plus three and a half. Wolves are another team that I like their roster, but they've underperformed season in and season out, and I just can't trust them. Meanwhile, the Nets have overachieved to, to the point of almost now we expect them to be good. Uh, they struggled last year closing games, and they pick up a very valid closer in Kyrie Irving. So I don't see that being too much of a problem. Maybe early in the fourth quarter, when Kyrie's resting, you'll see teams kind of bring it back, but Kyrie's gonna thrive in those moments. Brooklyn's gonna be a great arena for him and his skill set. Um, and his style, and you know, they're gonna love the moves, the flash, the, the finesse, and he's gonna thrive there. I'm adjusting to three, because I don't like the point fives a lot of the time, if you haven't noticed, taking the Nets. Knicks plus 10 at San Antonio, 214 on the total. If you listen much to me, you know I don't like to bet against uh, Hall of Fame coach, Greg Popovich. Um, I'm gonna put my money that his ducks are in order early on in the season. Uh, I think the team plays probably good team defense. I'm gonna take the Spurs, and I'm also gonna take the under. I think the Spurs defense is gonna come out really good for a young and, and, and sporadic Knicks team, to say the best. Uh, Wiz, that's the Washington Wizards, not the Wiz of Oz. Uh, plus eight and a half at Dallas. 220 in total, have high expectations for the Mavs this season. I think Luke is the real deal. I think KP has a lot left in the tank. Um, and people kind of have slept on him, so he has lots of proof. So I'm going to take the Mavs adjusted. Let me write that down in my notes. Minus eight. You got to take away the half point. I hate those half points. You'd be surprised how many times you lose your money on a half point. Thunder plus nine at Utah, 225.5 on the total. Never been a big Jazz fan, but I imagine that Thunder are going to be terrible this year. I'd say I'd stay away from this one, but if you had to bet, take the Jazz adjusted to seven or the under. Kings minus one and a half. At Phoenix, 233.5, and so to have a lot of confidence in these Kings this year. Uh, I like the way they play. I had confidence in them last year, but I think now they had uh, they got one more year of experience. Uh, Fox is ready to 
ready to burst out. I think Buddy Heald is, is becoming a great all-around scorer. He always had the potential. That was his scouting report um, coming into the league, and I think he's fulfilling it. Um, I think they're ready to do great things, so lock him up. Kings, minus 1.5. Lastly, Nuggets, plus one at Portland, 214 on the total. This is a toss-up, so it's going to come down to who's the better team. I believe it's Denver, but I don't believe it strong enough, so I'm locking the over here. And there you have it. Wrapping it up. It feels better this season. It feels like, like I'm on point. Like I know what I want to say. I feel more confident in my picks based off last year's success. Based on how I'm studying the game. So yeah, that's that's the episode for today. Once again, this is Damian Palace. You can hit me up on all the social media platforms. Um, NBA Moneyline or NBA Moneyline Podcast. If you're going to do the Google search. Um... Be sure to tell a friend and let me know. Comment on an episode. Tell me uh, my picks have helped you win or if you lost. Also, definitely follow us on Twitter, NBA Moneyline Podcast. Um, I live tweet games every night um, and I give good insight. Uh, I, I point out the things that, that you know Chris Webber and, and Marv Albert don't point out. But that wraps it up, guys. Take care. Good luck on all your bets.